helping teachers thrive. Today I'll be talking about a strategy that can be quite effective in teaching when it comes to questioning your students. Now this strategy is called Think, Pair, Share and it allows students to engage with one another and discuss your question that you pose to those students. So it can be really useful to students who don't have a clue what the answer is, they don't know what the answer is. Think about um, yourself as a member of staff in those staff meetings after school and the member of SLT who's in this meeting poses the question to everybody and you sit there thinking, oh my gosh, please don't pick me, please don't pick me. You've deliberately sat at the back <laughs> to avoid being picked. Now that's how our students can feel. They can feel really anxious when they've been posed a question and they've been selected to answer out of a crowd of another 30 students, for example, and they feel really anxious, worried that they're going to be um, selected to answer that question in front of everybody. And they may not even know the answer. They may not have a cl clue what, what you expect of them. They may not understand the question. And we've been put in that situation as staff ourselves in our staff meetings. So with the think, pair, share strategy, you pose your question to the class, pose it to the class as a whole, but you allow them that thinking time. It can be 10, 20 seconds thinking time. Then you encourage your students to pair up with the peer next to them to discuss the answer because they might know not know the answer themselves. Now, yes, there are situations when neither one of them may know the answer, um, which can happen in these situations. And this is where it's really important as a member of staff and your TAs, if you've got um, a team around you, that you need to go around and circulate the room. Listen to the students talking to each other, pairing and sharing. Find the students that you know, know the answer because you're hearing these discussions between them. But it also helps you to pinpoint those students that are struggling. The students that are being distracted and talking about what they're going to do tonight or at the weekend, for example, and that's when you then need to redirect them or repair them. So this is where you'd pair them with somebody else instead or get them to work in a three with another pair instead. Now this will be very useful for those that don't know the answer. They may pair up with a partner who also don't quite know what, how to answer this question or what you expect of them. So it is really important to circulate the room so you can pinpoint these students to guide them a bit more, refocus them and help them and support them with scaffolding um, so that they can feel a bit more comfortable, confident in coming up with an answer with a partner. There are also students who will be quite anxious and will be anxious about discussing with a peer, may not want to talk to somebody, for example, happily would like rather just sit on their own. Now, in this situation, again, as a member of staff, it's really important for you to pinpoint those students, find out who those students are, um, and if you think they're comfortable talking to you and discussing an answer with you, then go up and just ask them questions, give them some ideas, give them some pointers for them to think about, so they're still involved in the learning process. Of course, in this situation, it's also important to pair those students up with a partner, with a peer, because there are there will be students that when you say, right now, pair up with somebody and have a discussion about what you think the answer might be. In that situation, there will be students who won't want to do that. So um, it will be really important for you to find those students, know who their friends are and try and pair them up with their friend, move them so they can sit with their friend so that they can then discuss the answer with a friend that they feel comfortable with. However, again, there are students that really do struggle with this as well. So what I would have advised, what I've done in my um, classroom-based lessons is I've had mini whiteboards on the tables for my students. So if they are concerned about talking to somebody next to them, um, they're anxious about it, they don't feel comfortable, um, it may just be a day where they're struggling, for example. 
Um, so I put those mini whiteboards on the desk for them to just jot down some notes. As I go around, I can have a look to see what they've written. I can then probe them a little bit more or I can write them a question back. And um, if you have the time to do that, of course, you, if you have 30 students in your class and you haven't got any um, TAs to support you, that can be difficult. But just being able to go around and seeing what they're writing and finding out what they know will help you in terms of scaffolding later on the lesson and structuring your lessons so that you can then support those students that are struggling. But in this way, by pairing students up, it allows them to discuss with each other the answer. It helps them feel a bit more confident because they will feel better about answering the question because they won't think, oh my gosh, I haven't got a clue what the answer is, Miss is going to pick me. And it just exacerbates the situation. It increases their anxiety. So it allows for that discussion. It also allows for critical thinking. It helps students. There are some students that will actually critique each other and go, but hang on a sec, why not this? And they'll, they'll, just, they'll have a deeper discussion. But by circulating the room, it also gives you the opportunity to find those students that are having those discussions, those students that you know that you can push further and you can provide more challenge, question, challenging questions to. But also you'll be able to find the students, pinpoint the students that are confident with the answer, that are confident talking to each other, because those are the students that you will then select to share when you then propose that question again at the end of the think pair share activity. So allow them time to think, then allow them to pair up to discuss it with a partner, with a peer, but then you can then pinpoint those students and you can select students to share. In this situation, I'd do no hands up. The hands up can be a difficult thing because especially with year sevens, they all want to put their hands up because they want to give you an answer, which is fantastic. And they want to be really involved in the lesson. However, as the years go by, less and less students will put their hands up the ones that are confident and more able, they will put their hands up, which means the other students will sit back and not be involved in the learning at all. So with the think, pair, share activity, at least they're involved in the learning process still, and they have some sort of ownership in the learning process. It's really important to also vary the pairing um, throughout your lessons because it enables them to get to know other people, talk to other students that they may not have had the opportunity to talk to um, in lessons. Now, what I've also done with um, this strategy is when I pose the question, give them time to think, I will actually, before the pairing and sharing bit, I will actually ask my class, right, who knows the answer? Who thinks that they know the answer? And they'll put their hands up. And I'll get the rest of the students in my class to look around at those students who have their hands up. And I'll go, right, now, look at the students that have their hands up. And I suggest that you try and pair up with those students because they might actually know the answer. So if you're unsure, pair up with those students. I'm going to give you time now to pair up and discuss it as a pair before I select students to answer. So again, in that situation, you're supporting those students that are sitting there thinking, I haven't got a clue what I need to say, what the answer would be. I don't know how to answer this question because they're looking around seeing hands up. Okay, maybe that student might know and they can go and ask that or you can pair them up together rather than encouraging them to go because again, there are students who might not feel comfortable doing that in front of a class of 30 students. Now, yes, those students who have their hands up might think they know the answer, but they actually don't. But again, it's really important to circulate the room so that you can then pinpoint the students specifically who know the answer, but also to help those that might not know the answer. So go to those students who have their hands up and just ask them. And if they are, if they don't know the answer, then you can then scaffold and you can help prompt them and push them in the right direction to help them develop that answer. Now, I do have an episode on inclusive questioning, 
where I talk about the pose, pause, pounce, bounce method. Um, so if you'd like to have a listen to that video as well, that is a question technique that delves a lot deeper and helps students to produce deeper answers as a class, as a whole. And like you can, um, you can ask your students more challenging questions and build on the questioning technique as a class to get those really good answers for your students and help to build and develop their knowledge and strengthen their knowledge a lot more. So there is a link somewhere below this episode for you um, to that episode. Now, if you're getting value from this episode and you'd like more content from me, I do have a membership site called Tables Teaching Tips. Again, there's a link somewhere below this episode where I have hours worth of content on different effective strategies to help you build your confidence, develop your skills and thrive in the classroom. Now with this think, pair and share technique, it does improve students' understanding because it allows them, it allows them that time to talk to each other and develop their knowledge and understanding. They find answers that they wouldn't have, a, they wouldn't have even thought about themselves and, and, and they'll um, learn different new terms from other students. They get a different perspective from them and they might think, oh, I didn't think about it in that way. So again, it helps them develop those thinking, critical thinking skills and it helps them to improve and develop their answers. Again, like I said, it does increase their confidence for those students that are feeling a bit anxious. They may feel more confident about being selected by you in terms of answering that question um, rather than posing the question and straight away asking a student without giving them the time to think, pair and share. So it is a really good technique to use, a strategy to use to help, to help get all of your students involved in the learning and get engaged in the learning and feel comfortable in the lesson so that they don't feel like they're being picked on by you and they don't feel like they're um, anxious because they're worried about what they're gonna say, being picked on in front of the whole class. So in conclusion, this actual strategy can be applied across all subjects. You can do it in any subject. I've done it in my PE lessons, um, in sports hall, in a classroom-based lesson. I've done it in my cover lessons. I've done it in my SEN school when I've taught functional skills, maths and English, I've taught um, PSHE and PSPD. So it can be applied across any subject and um, fostering those meaningful discussions amongst your students and helping you to strengthen your students knowledge get them engaged in the learning process and also enjoying the learning process as a result so please don't forget to hit follow or subscribe on any of your prefer preferred um, podcasting platforms and please leave me reviews let me know what you think and what i could discuss in future episodes for you and remember keep on thriving keep on changing young lives thank you for tuning in today